And welcome back to episode 126 of the Weekly Tech Wrap with me, Jay. And me, Carl. Coming from a very special location. Uh, yes, this is live from Las Vegas. Um, the audio quality probably isn't as good as we'd like to expect, but we are recording with a, a digital recorder. I think this might be the first time we've done it together <laughs> in the same room. In how many years? <laughs> in yeah, how many years? It is. So, yeah, coming live from Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> as we find ourselves both here on the west coast of the United States uh, for... A well, I guess a work reason is probably the best yep. way to describe that one. So this week's episode will be slightly shorter than uh, I guess our usual regular programming. Yeah, I imagine so. <laughs> and those special effects. <laughs> Not that I remember those anyway. <laughs> um, but we're going to cover a couple of different stories this week. So we're going to talk a little bit about um, Elon Musk and Twitter again, as always, with yep. uh, uh, I guess the <laughs> ongoing saga. Um, obviously, Microsoft as well with the uh, the Blizzard Activision acquisition and some of the updates around that. Um, and probably a couple of stories around the tech round rumor mill without the special effects, just to be clear on that, and Apple's rumored new HomePod, which could come next year. But let's kick things off then a little bit with uh, Twitter and Elon Musk and, well, the fact that there's nobody steering the ship anymore, is there? I don't think at, at all. Uh, you know. <laughs> no, I don't think so. And he's, uh, yeah, he's had another rap from the EU, hasn't he? He has indeed, and this is around moderation because it was yep. it was sort of stated the other week, wasn't it? That there was nobody moderating any of the tweets anymore, uh, and you were at risk from scammers and basically anybody who wants to post anything, really, wasn't it? Exactly. So they've kind of politely told him, "You need to hire some actual staff to do this," which yeah. is yeah. And given that the Twitter workforce was what around seven and a half thousand pre-acquisition, yep. uh, about half of those have now left either through um, more than half. Is it down to like two thousand? Well, I think yeah, it's massively down, isn't it? And uh, most of that has been through his his reorganisation and resource allocation work. Something like that. And I think some people have also just jumped and left because it's the only way to do it. Uh, but the moderation point with Twitter is a combination yep. of the human element of moderation. People, you know, looking at tweets, checking yep. tweets. Uh, alongside machine learning capabilities to, to spot, I guess, algorithms, isn't it? Mm. And s- tweets that clearly are not, you know, bots, I think, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I mean, and even just responding to user requests, because obviously you can you can flag a tweet, can't you? It's inappropriate or report it, and I just don't think there's anyone on the other end actually doing anything with that report. No, and unlike um, Meta, which employs uh, human fact-checkers to yeah. verify information, Twitter doesn't have any of that. A lot of self-verification goes on with, with yep. tweets, isn't it? We've seen those little tags that says, I can't remember what the wording is, but around the community states that mm. this is fake, basically. Um, but now, obviously, the problem is is that not having anybody now to moderate stuff is putting users at risk, and the EU is clearly unhappy about that going forward. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe we'll see Twitter pull out the EU. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what well, along with every other company that wants to do any form of encryption? Oh know, yeah, there is. That. Given WhatsApp, <laughs> Signal, Telegram, I don't know who's next, but yeah, that would probably be. It. But this is this can't just be a EU problem, surely though, because you've got things like the California. Uh, I'm say California will you know, pull them up on it shortly, yeah. I imagine. I don't know, but I guess you know what they can't do is they can't force Twitter to moderate, as in the sense they can't say this is how you will moderate the content. It has to be more a case of how are you going to moderate it? You know, what's your approach? As opposed to this is a framework because I don't think there's any framework that exists, is there? There's no, no yeah, no standardised framework of moderation. No, no, it's an interesting one. And yeah, and if Musk just goes, sorry, I ain't going to do it. What's the repercussions of that? Well, the repercussions of that is that uh, the EU probably slaps him with a large fine. Um, <laughs> yeah. 
well, I don't know. Maybe they. I can't say they've been banned in Europe, but it would be a case of, <laughs> you know, no trust in the service whatsoever. Perhaps you could see advertisers pulling out. You could yep. see government officials moving mm. away from using Twitter. We you know because we see a lot of that already. Don't we? Yes. Yeah. Uh, government. Um, or say state state sponsored, but that's not quite the right. That's the wrong thing. Um, but you know, the government entities who are on Twitter talking yep. about you know things like I saw this morning. Funnily enough, we're here in Las Vegas. I saw that the White House account tweeted that Joe Biden is here in Las Vegas as well today. Oh, is he? He's in, I haven't seen Air Force One. Just to be clear, <laughs> no, no, quick, look out the window. Yeah, look, yeah, look out the window. Air Force One is on its way. Um, it's uh, yeah, it's definitely coming. But I don't know. I, it's, something's got to change. This is just a another. Another problem, isn't it? Another issue that you know, compounds. It does. So then, the other one, obviously, is uh, I guess you know with Twitter, not just you know Musk unsure how to regulate it, <laughs> self-regulation. Mm. You know, we've said about the loss of staff. You know, we've just had that. You know, that we talked about. I think last time was the Icelandic guy. Yes. Uh, you know, who uh, has now I think come to some agreement, isn't it, with Elon Musk around getting his job back at Twitter? Um, yeah, it was even out there to pay him off. Well, yeah, my lawyers were like, "There's um, a big bill to pay." If we, yeah, if we fire him. I don't know if you saw, but he um, released an album. I did. Good, bad timing. I, 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 well, he did state that it was it wasn't meant to be. It was just he had planned to do that anyway, and it just was coincidental. <laughs> but he, I did see that he tweeted saying that he had like over two million views on YouTube of his you know, wow. his first song. So, wow, fair play to the guy. That's yeah, all, definitely. That's all I can say, isn't it? You know. Right there. So, what else have we got on the docket? Then we talked about. We mentioned so Microsoft. Yeah, Microsoft. Oh. They're charm offensive, isn't it? Oh moment, yes, you know. yes, definitely. So they've uh, in the last what two days? Yeah, pretty they, much. They've signed two new agreements for uh, you know guaranteeing um, Call of Duty on other platforms. But this time, I was I've never even heard of. No, I mean, what was so one of them's called was it Boosteroid? Boosteroid. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, what the hell is Boosteroid? Because so like, Boosteroid. Aren't they? Uh, what is it? Um, actually, uh, yeah, Boosteroid. They're a cloud, like a white label cloud gaming platform, aren't they? I thought, yeah, that's what I kind of had from the notes I was I made up yeah. on this. Um, but I, to make it very clear, never heard of them. Like I say, up until this announcement, didn't even know they existed. Um, but turns out they've been around for about sort of five or so years. Yeah. Um, I think over biggest cloud million, gaming platform you've never heard of. Exactly over four million. Uh, concurrent users um, yeah. across nine European countries and six US states. I mean, but uh, you know, and it seems mm. quite you're paying seven and a half euros a month to access the service. I might have to go look at this because I've never heard of it. No, that's what I'm saying. And apparently, it works across pretty much everything: so phones, uh, you mm. know, uh, desktop OSs, including Linux, and even the old Android TV. Yeah. Uh, and the other one is. Ubitus. Yeah, well, that was the announcement, wasn't it? The other announcement, exactly yeah. the same sort of deal, wasn't Sim, it? But they're, they're, quite, they're quite big in helping publishers stream larger, more complex games to be played on the Switch. Okay. So they kind of do the cloud-heavy lifting, the uh, processing, uh, so the Switch just has to worry about displaying the visuals and stuff. They don't have to worry about too much about the calculations behind it. It's all done on this Ubitus platform. Right, okay, that makes a bit more sense then. Okay, so yep. it's kind of like... Ah, so Control is one of the games. Uh, and Resident Evil 7. Assassin's Creed Odyssey as well. All ones use heavy lifting. So the you back end. kind of need internet access only to be able to play the game then. Is that kind so of... how you get Call of Duty on Switch, isn't it? <laughs> well, apparently according to the British government, that doesn't, doesn't work, does it? No, no, it doesn't work, though. Um, 
but yeah this booster I mean this is a very I'm gonna say and I call me cynical but I gotta say this is a very clever ploy by Microsoft to appease the regulatory bodies and say look you know, we we want to play with everybody. We're happy to everything because these deals are very cleverly worded to state that you know yeah. they're going to sign you know basically deals on games on Game Pass, yeah. and in then every both of these statements have said at the end, haven't they? This will also subject to subject <laughs> to closing, but will include Activision Blizzard games, including COD. Yeah, yeah, definitely. It's like, it's like a push. Uh, yeah, as you said to get the regulators and. From what we're also hearing, that the EU is pretty much going to rubber stamp it. Yeah. It's well, they've ticked a box. Now. So now you've got these guys. You've already got the 10-year agreement with yeah. uh, NVIDIA for uh, yep. GeForce Now. Uh, we've got the Nintendo agreement as well, which is yep. which has been signed to bring Call of Duty, which apparently, as we just said, doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's subject to a Switch 2, I think, coming out. Maybe. Um, and there was also an interesting point, I don't know if you saw it, that uh, in the latest filing with the CMA, Microsoft also stated that any COD game... Yeah, and I think just to quote this properly in a Microsoft multi-game subscription it's eligible, eligible for inclusion in Sony's multi-game subscription service at the same time and same duration so basically what that reads is is that if it's on Game Pass yeah. it'll work on which will be on day one and it'll be on Sony's um, you well, know ah, but has you're allowed to Sony don't like doing that because no. they they want people to buy the game first. Yeah, but Microsoft for sure going to say, "Well, hang on a minute, you can't." You You've can't, got the option. You, it's, you, have, you have a cake and eat it. So yeah. way, you can't just say, "No, we're not doing that." It has to be. Yeah. Here's the deal: take it or leave it. Yeah, exactly. But so, Sony, you're right. Sony are going to be like, "Oh no, 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 no!" Because they don't no. do any day one launches on their platform, do they? No. It's months and months later. Yeah, it's like no, we're not going to leave you that. We, no, you want the game? You're going to cough up the big bucks, seventeen yeah, euros. You want to play it now? Yeah, if you want to play it when no one else is playing it, then you can have free, yeah. well, no, for free ish. Whereas Microsoft's approach, as we know, is it's like actually we'll let you everybody have it, and we'll weep the benefits of having you know thousands of concurrent players yep. on the on the platform in one go. But then Sony can't afford to do that because one, they don't have their own cloud. Well, no, not to the same. No, you're right. So they've got cloud service. But they you guarantee they'll be put. Yeah, but they'll guarantee who's running that cloud service and the infrastructure. It's probably Azure, Google Cloud, or AWS, or a mixture of all three. Well, they've got to be doing something. You're right, because that's where Microsoft is a cloud service provider. So that offsets a lot of their well, they've, yeah, infrastructure costs and streaming costs. Yeah. It is. I mean, like we said before, it's almost like how does Stadia fail? Uh, because Mark Google have got all the underpinning infrastructure as well, haven't they? Yeah. Um, and the problem is we're also seeing that with Luna, with Amazon, aren't we? It's not mm. quite... But again, I don't think they are charging ahead with the same... You need the game studios as well. You've got to have a buy-in from both, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, study you were paying for the infrastructure, or paying to rent your infrastructure, then buying your games on top. And the same with Luna. Yeah. It's, Whereas it, Microsoft are saying, well, it's, we'll basically give you the infrastructure for free, and you're just paying so for a rental on the game. It's a loss lead, isn't it, basically? You know, it and, is, And it yeah. is working. I, well, I see it will go up. You know, it's going to go up in price. It, I think it will have to go up in price. Um, the question that I keep asking is, when is the family plan coming? We know that's now launched God. in several countries now, not just Ireland Still and Colombia. Still not the UK, though. No. I got Which, excited when I saw that announcement. Come to new countries, like, oh, brilliant. Oh, no, not the UK. No, I mean... Or the US, is it? Not yet, no, not that I'm aware of. Um, and again, you know, we're going to pay more for that than we would do from the standard Game Quite Pass, but I am well happy to pay for that. Like, Yeah, I mean, what do we pay for normal Game Pass now? About 11, isn't it? 11 pound a month, give or take, isn't it? I think probably pay, I'd probably pay pound. 20 quid for a month for that anyway. Just single. No, no. I mean, just to kind of take a step back about this acquisition mm. when we think about it, everybody's kicking up a stink, aren't they, about... Microsoft, you know, buying up a huge chunk of the game industry. Yep. But 
did anybody complain when Amazon bought MGM Studios? No. You know, uh, is it by or, or do we just call it consolidation? Or Disney buying Fox? Disney's bought everyone. Exactly. So if you look, if you look at, at the movie industry, Disney owns pretty much everyone. I'm just going to say exactly that point. Disney is a conglomerate now. Yeah. And if you think in that industry, owns pretty much you say the bulk of the studios or the, the bulk ones. of the IP yeah. and now you've got Amazon as well who bought MGM and that catalogue including James Bond uh, along with other services you know, they've stuck it all in their streaming platform funny that isn't it yeah yeah. exactly that point you've got the same issue you now. need content if you get the streaming platform but is it because it's Microsoft is it like the kind of you know this you can't well, be yeah, saying the, they, tech, the evil of tech companies isn't it you, you say if you if you look at Disney they are not good guys. They have they, they're the Microsoft of the movie industry. They have been known to be a little bit ruthless. That is Just true. Just a tad. They are very ruthless. Um, it's business. Look. Yeah, I just I still think this is going to go through. I think it's almost too big to fail. That's the issue now. There's too much riding on so it. I think the EU is going to rubber stamp it. We still have the CMA. So yeah, but I think if the EU rubber stamps it and the US pushes it through. The CMA have got a leg to stand on. What are they going to do? But yeah, that's, and that's what I don't understand. So if the EU say, yeah, and the US goes, yeah, and the CMA goes, no, does Microsoft just not do it? Or do they just go and raise the middle finger to the CMA? What does the CMA actually do? I don't understand that. Because you're right. I, I don't get this. Did Microsoft then say, right then, in that's the case, then we can't offer any services in the UK. Yeah, we're pulling out of the UK completely for all your services. But they're not going to work. Where's your consumer choice now? Yeah, It's exactly. Sony only. They're a monopoly. No, and it's like, you know, this whole vision of Sony, isn't it? It's this little underdog company oh, that not the heat. is coming from coming from nowhere to kind of fight the tyranny of the big tech company. No, no, no. Stop. They're a hundred billion pound company, aren't they? Yeah, Sony are, forget the gaming, it's like, you know, it's not just games consoles they make. Sony make a lot of other stuff. <laughs> yeah, they do. And they make a lot of money as well. And yep. have not, you know, they're not some fly-by-night organisation that's been around for 30 years either, are they? No. They have a long pedigree of, of it. Um, you know, I think you know we need to kind of say ultimately there is this point of consumer choice, but at the end of the day, consumers will lose out regardless at some point. Yeah. All the good things we've talked about, this is all about profit. Of course, it is. They're yeah. a business. It is. Not, they're know. not a charity. No, no. Despite, despite neither of them are. You know. Yeah. You know, despite how it might look, you know. For, <laughs> for, but you're right. They're not. I'm against. But something that enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm a charity. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. So, talk. What else we got there? Oh, I tell you what, Chat GPT. So. Mm. Chat GPT four <coughs> neural engine neural engine that's a different thing it's language yep. model excuse me has yep. just been released it um, has and I had a well it was kind of released a little while ago under well, different guys under different guys um, I had a little I mean a little bit of play with Chat GPT the last couple of days yeah I got it to do some funny things with prompts in there this week you did yeah yeah it's very um, clever it's a, and I noticed this morning that now when it says at the bottom of the page when you log in it says which model it's using and it's using the model from March thirteenth now says GPT-4 ah. um, it is a little bit quicker yep. I, I can't see myself yet any kind of nuanced changes I'm assuming if I ask it something complex we might see some differences yep. there I've seen a lot on Twitter already people saying that there are some differences in responses you get from it depending on what you ask it yeah okay but the difference is and I, I had a note here I've got to look up my notes at the size of the language model right um, because I didn't realise how much goes in to this um, you know the, the model, the language itself. Yeah. Because the whole the, the, here it, it's not so. <laughs> it's going to be counterintuitive. I says so. It is um, the language. It gets how is it? It gets bigger than the, so. ChatGPT three um, has uh, one hundred seventy five billion parameters. Right. Uh, no, sorry. 
Sorry, I took it around the wrong way. The parameters have come down. That's why it gets right. smaller and smarter. Um, so ChatGPT3, so we've had before, we had ChatGPT2, ChatGPT3, yep. ChatGPT in inverted yep. commas, and number four. So they're all the same AI models. They're all um, they're all around the sizes. So ChatGPT3, 175 billion parameters, as I said. Right. Okay. Um, and it has it's up to a fixed point in time, wasn't it? So if you recall, well, it, it didn't know a year or so ago. Year or so ago, yeah. yeah. So it can't, it, but effectively, it has a copy of the internet. Yes, it knows most stuff apart from what's happened since then. Yeah. So the difference is now the things that now they've kind of it's improved some of the the, the neural I think connections how they've described it inside the way it makes uh, you know associations between the right. data sets, um, how it allows different you know different tasks to understand, mm. but. The evolution of this, this is the thing I was working out, is that, you know, ChatGPT is not new, we know it's been around for a little while, but the leap yeah. we've just made already yeah. is quite scary. From a thick and fast in the last couple of months, yes, isn't it? It is. Um, now, we said this before in kind of talking off air, as it were, you know, the money that Microsoft have pumped into OpenAI that has, helps. has helped massively. Yeah. Because before that, you could gain access to the demo service, you could log yeah. in. And I think I told you a few times I couldn't get back in, could I? It was like, no, this is yeah, too no, busy. You need to wait. You're too busy. Now it's like on instant it's, on. Yeah. There's hardly any pauses with it. Uh, you know, they've obviously clearly increased their uh, <laughs> their <laughs> credits. Yeah, spending. Yeah. Um, but it just got me thinking around. Yeah, you know, we were talking about this thing and the the where we are at the moment. You know, we can't see mm. what we're doing, but there's a lot of talk around. Uh, AI and ML models yeah. in you know sort of you know adversaries, isn't it? The bad guys using yeah. AI, and you think like ChatGPT, you know, we've had a play with it. You can ask it to write scripts, you can ask it to write yeah. uh, malware, you can ask it. Now, obviously, you need to be able to validate that. But I've seen already people writing models to in, bring it into Slack, you know, not the official thing, but you know, bring it into <clears throat> other yeah. conversational tools. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not going to be long, is it, before this is going to be behind, you know, creating malware. Yeah, As in definitely. Genuinely, not just this, I've written you five lines and there's an example. Or running but, phishing campaigns. Yeah, exactly. Because it can really, look, it can write pretty convincing emails already. Yeah. You know, you get a prompt, it spits you something out, you say, mm, change this, change that. Yeah. Now imagine if you could write a script that talks to the ChatGPT model yeah. to customise those phishing emails Oh yeah, every yeah. time. Rather than the Carl, uh, I am an Algerian prince, or no, even better, I am part of the you know the IMF, and for some yep. reason we've just said that you you know fifty million dollars uh, you know write to the director general. I mean, we all know they're terrible, and who oh, yeah. so who the hell is falling for them? There's obviously enough. There's a booming business going on. But imagine if you could leverage the AI capabilities of ChatGPT to create a an email that isn't necessarily tailored to you as an individual, but enough in there to make it to make you think it yeah. they know you yeah. or yeah. yeah you know scouting the internet, <coughs> taking all the information that's already out there about you and yeah tailoring that response yeah that's the worry I think in that respect but yeah and I you know I I haven't asked it anything too I guess sophisticated yet um, but you do see you know you only have to do a little bit of googling or go yeah. on twitter or whatever you see some you know, interesting interesting responses with it you do yeah um, but yeah I guess that is it going to be though I wonder you know like at the moment like Google, you know, they say about jobs and people are like, you know, oh, mm. can you Google it? You can answer it. The skill isn't necessarily Googling. The skill is interpreting the results that Google gives you. 
or constructing the query to go to Google. Are we going to see the same with ChatGPT in that it becomes a tool and then yep. isn't just you can, we can ask it anything, but actually the skill becomes crafting that response to yep. the query to get the output that you require. For. I, think it, I think it will do, yeah. Yeah, that's my, I, I reckon that's where it's going as well. I, I need to do more with it. I mean, it's quite fun just getting to write movie scripts yep. and uh, I gave asked the other day to give me a backstory on some call signs for a fictional pilot. I don't know, it was, it was a very slow afternoon. Um, <laughs> One too many beverages. But uh, yeah, uh, on that point as well. But yeah, definitely, definitely the way forward. Mm. Um, I did see the one thing, and we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit more in another episode. But yeah. um, one of Elon Musk's other companies, and obviously he's nothing. Oh, yeah. Well, he has. I think he has got an investment in OpenAI, hasn't he? I think I still said that. But, has he? Or has some connection, isn't there? With him? maybe it's another oh. model. But he has a company called Neuralink. He does indeed. Which, in a nutshell, effectively wants to implant uh, chips probes, your, electrodes, <laughs> probes in your brain, stuff in your brain. Yeah. Um, Apparently, the day he's decided that after killing over a hundred monkeys and other things, they're ready for human trials. He's decided, though, not well, the uh, not the regulators. Not the regulators. That he's decided. Yeah. Is he going to be patient number one then? <laughs> I'm know. guessing not. Uh, it was a it was a comment the other day, and I'm just trying to find the uh, the post here um, because there was <laughs> there was a stomach stated in there was like no way in hell basically. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so here you are. That's it. That was it. Um, so U.S. regulators um, apparently have rejected this. I'm surprised they've immediately slapped him down. Yeah, but he, um, he's, he apparently he said that uh, uh, on at least four times since 2019, yeah. Elon Musk has stated that Neuralink is going to be ready for human tests. Now I don't know about you, but the thought of anybody sticking something in my brain, let uh, alone Elon Musk. Yeah. Um, so the FDA have basically said. It isn't happening, sunshine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was, I did see, and again, takes with a you know a, a view of verification, yep. not fact checking. But they, you know, there have been uh, <coughs> tens of deaths of, of uh, monkeys. There has, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, science is never progression. Pretty. Of science is never a smooth journey, is it? No, know? it's not. Um, and I guess to test things, you have to, unfortunately things will fail. But it's never a good sign to say that how many of creatures have died in the in the pursuit of followed um, by. But we're going to try on humans next. Yeah, but I mean, he he. I think one of the things I read in one of the quotes was that he says that he envisages humans becoming cyborgs to fight off uh, sentient AI. Right. What did he have in his coffee this morning? <laughs> I don't know, but but interesting. Yeah, but this isn't new though, Neuralink, because you know there's been like there's several other um, yeah. research labs that have managed to get uh, amputees to control you know prosthetics and they the yeah, ear implants. Yeah. And well, so he's trying to get actually in the brain rather than on the brain. A hat kind of thing that sits on top. Cause yeah. You used to, have to buy those bits for the PCs. I'm sure I've seen it. Oh God, I remember a hat this. thing. And you had to control the on-screen game using <laughs> yeah. it, but. Yeah, it's about picking up certain patterns in your brain, isn't it? It is, uh, but I guess it's a bit different when you've got a lump of metal in your head. Um, what was that film? There's that Johnny Mnemonic. Well, there is Johnny Mnemonic, obviously, with the data chip. Yeah, but there was another one, which was uh, uh, one that uh, was a straight to streaming job, wasn't there? Where the guy um, avenges his his wife, um, who does it and has a put chip in his brain and goes from being a paraplegic to right. fight on bad guys. I don't, I don't remember that one. Well, it was you that suggested it to was me. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't think of the name of it, but say sort of thing. Yeah, we'll think of that one another day. Um, yeah. As I said, this week's show is going to be a slightly shorter one. So the one thing we just want to cover off uh, before we wrap up today and yeah. uh, say that is uh, the Tech Round Rumour Mill. I should have had, we need a little like, portable sound desk. <laughs> Where's um, the music man gone? Yeah. 
Um, and this is the rumour that Apple uh, could release a HomePod with a screen on it, a la... Seven-inch screen. Yes, don't forget that, that number. Uh, a bit like the Amazon uh, Echo, isn't it? You know. Yes, I've also... Is it going to be, like, say, the Echo, a squarish device with a screen? Or is it going to be like a seven-inch round screen on top of your HomePod? Because there's already a multi-coloured thing there. Yeah, but that's not really a screen, though, is it? It's more no, of a... No, but I was like, is that going to become a screen? But then, <sighs> viewing angles, it's on top. I don't think it would really work. So you're right, is it going to be like, yeah, the what's it called, the Amazon Echo or the, what's the Google's one? Nest. Oh, no, Home Hub, Nest Hub. Nest Hub, Max yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, which I've got one of those, um, nice little device actually, mm. um, a little bit hampered at the minute but I can't connect my email to it, that's another story. Um, that's not its fault. No, no, that's not its fault, you're right. Um, and Amazon, funnily enough, do that one that you and I were both interested in, which is basically yeah, a 15, 15 inch, inch one. A 15, basically a 15 inch monitor, wasn't it? Yeah. That you could hang on the wall. Yep. Um, but it has all of the. Has all the Fire TV stick stuff in it as well. Yeah, and all the capabilities of like the Echo Home Hub or whatever they call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so you can have reminders and other shopping lists and all that kind of mm. good stuff on there. Um, and I think, yeah, we, we were both kind of looking at it, but the £220 price. Yeah, I need it down to. Lower hundreds. Yeah, to make it viable. <laughs> to make it an impulse purchase. Yeah, so come on Amazon Day. <laughs> Let's well, you and I both can I can state with absolute confidence yeah. that the uh, home pop with a screen, whatever it might be called, uh, will not be that cheap. Oh no no. Oh, maybe we'll call it the home screen. I oh, know that's terrible. <laughs> um, and it won't be that competent either, because it's Siri running it. Yeah, so what's gonna be on it? That's the other thing. Because you're not gonna run iOS on it. It's is it going to run TVOS? Well, or is it going to run effectively Apple Home? You know, the HomeKit. Um, well, yeah, I imagine it's going to be a hub for. Uh, so it'll have Matter. It'll have, it'll have Matter. Thread, kind of stuff. thread support. Screen. But but could is you it, go and play a movie on it or a game on it? Pass the time. No. Or browse the web on it. I can see it having a very <clears throat> cut down interface, similar to like an old the iPod style. You know, maybe yeah. music player on there. Um, I mean, talking of music kind of related to this did you see that Apple have finally announced the Apple Classical app I have after buying a company what two years ago yeah. or whatever it was. then it's going to be part of the if you've got Apple Music you'll get you're going to get it you'll get access oh, to it oh it's not an extra tier no apparently not oh. watch this space though um, but yeah so it's going to have to have if it's going to have HomeKit support you're going to want to have capabilities to control other yeah. applications other devices yeah. I mean it appeals to me okay because I don't know about your Nest Hub Max thingy whatever it's called they're slow. Yeah, yeah. It was, you interact with a screen and it's glacial. It was a glorified clock. Whilst Apple would, you know, you're going to get a fast, interact, responsive yeah, respons experience. I question how good the voice assistant will be. Yeah. Although I've heard rumours the last couple of days that Apple are now looking to massively invest in uh, AI stuff to make Siri better. I mean, out of all the assistants. One is the shittest. It is. <laughs> Sorry, my, my language. It's the rubbish one. <laughs> yes, apologies for that. Yeah. Um, it is terrible. You know, we've talked about this before. You know, yeah. with she should not be named of uh, yeah. Jeff Bezos. Um, is responsive. Uh, gives you things back. Listens to most voices. You know, it, it, yeah. it gives. Whereas, um, you know, she that lives on a, an Apple device says things like you need to pull your phone up so I can give you the you know the look up on the web it's like, yeah, I can't just read it to you you're going to no. have to no I would I do use my voice because I'm driving a car yeah. I can't pull up the screen no. yeah and that's the thing sometimes it's like 
where's the natural language processing going on it where is the unstructured you know responses yeah. that you or queries that you give it because actually that's what I want from an assistant or even on these devices is I want to try I want you know say oh um, ask it a question and it yeah. gives you the response back you know See, I mean I only use uh, use Apple's one for generally when I'm in the car call someone yeah exactly send a message yeah. uh, I might set a timer using it exactly what I do with it on my watch because I'm cooking or whatever but generally I'd actually use the uh, the Alexas for that one because yeah, I can set multiple timers and tell it to show it to me and it actually brings up on the screen or well, well, read thing. back how long I've timers well we know that the one that should not be mentioned mm. uh, she doesn't she can't handle multiple timers can she you can yeah. have multiple timers in the sense yeah but they can't tell me what's left on the timers and it'll go right you've got one 10 minute timer or four minutes left well, that's one the, 20 with 15 no it, yeah well, that's and that's, that's a simple thing to do yeah you're cooking a meal right add 10 minutes to that you know you want it <laughs> yeah. to and that's but it doesn't none of it, we will get there I guess yeah. and again this you know funny enough this is where I kind of see things like that chat GPT language model put that in with Alexa and yeah, yeah and giving it and be able to give you real articulated responses back you know uh, but even with Alexa she's much better than uh, Apple's one um, but still I can't go right uh, can you set me a timer here and then turn on the lights in the kitchen no because uh, that's two things together I have to like, set me a timer do that now turn on the lights in the yeah. kitchen you can't, you don't I can't it. I should be able to do that but you can't no, I, there's so much promise. So I have to actually think about what I'm going to say, and it's not just natural. That's what I'm saying. You're right. It, it, they say it's NLP, but it's not, is it? No. It's a very structured query that you are uh, telling it. Are, are and sometimes you have to think how to tell it the query because I'm saying it the wrong way around. It doesn't understand it. <laughs> no. It's and like, like, well, that's not naturally how I'd say it. But now I have to think about how I'm going to say it. How do I articulate it, these words to make <laughs> it? Yeah, like, oh, you know, I'd be just get the phone out and do it. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. but I guess on the, on the point of the this home popular screen, yeah. there was rumours from Bloomberg. I don't know, do you remember the, talking about Apple releasing a HomeKit controller, like an iPad style device? Remember? Yeah, that would go on the wall and have like temperature well, controls, lighting controls. Maybe the two of the same. I was just going to say, are we actually these rumours? Are they? Let like you say the end product isn't a HomePod with a speaker. No, it is this home controller. Yeah, which again isn't new. I mean where we are at the moment in Vegas I remember a couple of years in fact more than five years ago staying in one of the hotels down the strip the um, the Aria yeah very nice hotel relatively modern and they had an iPad style device by the bedside which you could take out of the controller and it and it controlled the lighting it controlled the blinds someone in London I've said a hotel in London that did similar that. thing yeah similar thing the whole room was the whole room had RGB yeah. lighting in it I could do whatever colour I wanted I could do the TV or I could watch it on the pad itself or just say I'm going to yeah. want it on the TV very very slick I loved it uh, the only worry I worry about with the Apple one is the openness so Alexa we use in our, in our house uh, I don't have Alexa con controlling all the smart stuff she speaks directly to Home Assistant and Home yeah. Assistant controls it because I can use Lambda functions and all that kind of stuff but this is where Matter and Thread should come into play a bit more isn't it it should do but it's what if you have a device that isn't that true true well if I integrate with Home Assistant Home Assistant does Matter Thread yeah, Wi-Fi uh, uh, RF control it does everything you know and if, if Apple were to release an iPad style device and it did things like FaceTime as well yeah well then Kind of then are you cannibalizing that feature set from an iPad? 
Um, well, or, is very it, specific or, is it turn, or is it turning into what's that device from Meta? Haven't the Meta have got a similar oh, communication? I think they've stopped it now, haven't they? They've canned it. But they did, didn't they? Uh, yeah, a friend of mine, you know him, uh, we, we went go karting with him. Yeah, yeah. He, he's got one because he used to speak to the family and stuff. Uh, but I think they've canned the service now. They're kind of like Portal. That was it. That was it. Portal. If you think those devices were kind of like, how do you replace yeah. the phone, wasn't it? Yeah. So the phone is dead. We're now into that kind of futuristic, you know, Hollywood-esque of yeah. video calling through a little device, which I know FaceTime is here. What's every, you know, everybody else. I don't have a device. I want bigger than that. I've got a TV. But that's the key. Why that's can't the... I just have a... I, mean, I don't want a camera all the time. I want the camera to pop up out on TV when, I, when oh, it's available. I, I think but there are a couple that do. I think there, Samsung... Oh, there was a phase where they brought yeah. them out and then it seems to disappear again. Yeah, it's a very... I think yeah. maybe the... Again, you need it to integrate with multiple services, didn't you? I need to be able to speak to someone on WhatsApp, on well, FaceTime. Well, that, that's the problem. From one one device. This is it. There's no... Again, it comes back universal standard. No, that's, again, that's yeah. the problem. But oh, we went down a well-week tangent with that one, I tell you. <laughs> um, but yeah, so def- it live. definitely. But before we move off the room mill, you know, yeah. one of our uh, favourite people that, for doing 3D renders, Ian Zelbo, did a lot yes. of work with um, John Prosser. Yes. Apparently he's now working for 95 Man. He is, yes, yes. They made him an offer. He's now working there. He's now their kind of in-house 3D modeller, isn't he? Yeah, he is, yeah. So I don't know what's going to happen with Prosser then. Who's he, who's he going to get his renders from? I don't know. They're going to go downhill, I think. All right, <laughs> yeah, because that was the whole attraction for Prosser, wasn't it? Yeah. Like, you, you know, he'd get a schematic. or he'd found get, this guy. He'd and, get, yeah. yeah, and he'd get like a blurry image. He'd give it to his elbow and you'd be like, wow, that's well, like magic. Apple-esque, you know, like, yeah. Command yeah. it, but yeah, well, I thought about it. And I suppose it's a full time more, uh, yeah, it's a full time job, isn't it? It is, but yeah, fair play to the guy, he's exceptionally talented. He man. is indeed. I wish I had half his skill on that. <laughs> just an ounce to be good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that is probably a good place yeah. for us to wrap up this week's special recording. And again, apologies perhaps from the audio quality not being our, our usual sharp esque. Yeah. Uh, sound quality um, but we will be back next week for what episode 127 I had to double check there what number we were on um, where we will resume recording on our normal <laughs> high quality back to Blighty <laughs> back to Blighty and uh, remote locations yeah. uh, we've got a few more stories to cover off next week and of course a few of the uh, up and coming things that we'll pick up between now and then uh, you can find us of course on Twitter at Weekly Tech Rant we're also online at techrant.online and of course wherever you get your podcasts from uh, with that, I've been Jay. I've been Carl. Have a good day all.